Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck is everybody doing? I hope you're having a fantastic day. Things have been wonderful, and you're just having an all-around great time. Hope you got a chance to listen to the first part of this episode as we're continuing on to part two. Still not sure at this exact moment if it is going to be a three-parter or not, but hey, we will see. So, <laughs> oh, so this, I'm actually recording on the same day as episode one because the new subscription has started, meaning that subscribers got their episode a week early and they got both episodes at the same time. I'm really excited for this program. I think it's wonderful. We've already had a crap ton of subscribers and I could not be more excited. So just as a quick recap, if you are subscribed, it's 99 cents a month. You get a week early access to each episode. You get ad-free content. You get two to three bonus episodes a week, a month um, starting out and then it will be four episodes extra a month. And you will also be able to be the first ones to get video podcasts when we start to roll that out. So, and there'll be some other bonuses. Um, if you provide your email and elected to, you will get the uh, monthly newsletter, which I am in the works of getting together and getting ready. It will have a lot of interesting information. It will have a a few bonus like spells added in or tips or tricks or life hacks or something so i'm super excited for that so since this is part two let's just go ahead and dive back in let's recap real quick though we are talking about crystals and all of the magic behind the magic so when i first started decided that i wanted to do um an episode on crystals again a deep dive it's because I've came across so much more information in my life since I did the first one to begin with but things that I really put time into figuring out the most information I could about crystals and how they really impact our magic and I'm telling you I didn't put it all together as much as I thought I did in my head throughout just everyday time until I sat down with the information in front of me and realized I've subconsciously been doing these things all along without even knowing why. So it's really nice to have that backup now of that reassurance of, hey, you were doing something for a specific reason and now it makes sense. And now I'm just like, wow, it's crazy how all of that came together. So you'll, you'll understand as we keep going back. But as a recap, we just went over shapes and how the shapes of crystals make an impact on us on the energy and how it's emitted and the potency of the crystal and everything like that so as a recap we'll grab the shape cheat sheet real fast cubes are for grounding spheres are full encompassing energy in all directions um heart shapes are sending love across time and space Freeforms are full of high vibrations. Pyramids are for sending intent into the universe, intentions into the universe. Towers are great for amplifying intensity and recharging other crystals. Egg shapes are great for fertility, stability, and apparently 
strengthening your pelvic muscles. Wands are great for healing and rituals. Worry stones, aka palms and thumb stones, are great for stone to skin transfers. 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 We talked about how different shapes have different um, abilities and how they're just pretty wonderful and how just crystals in general have a lot of different powers depending on what ways you use them and all that. So let's dive right back in. Perhaps the most common way that we recognize crystals is by color at first sight. So we walk into a magic physical shop and we see purple crystals. Bam, we instantly think amethyst. We see black and you can think obsidian or onyx. It just depends, but you know, in general, it's going to be that one of those two. But a lot of times we're just drawn to them and we're not even 100% sure why. Do you know why you're drawn to that? I think I figured it out. Color magic. Hear me out. So, there are tons of colors when it comes to crystals. Tons of shades. There's a rose quartz can come from any shade from light pale ass pink all the way down to like a deep red. It's crazy, right? But we're drawn to these specific crystals. A lot of times we don't know why, but I truly believe it has to do with color magic. Because the colors are just calling out to us with their magical intentions and magical energy that's sent out through the air and it's coming at us and hitting us right in the fucking soul. We know subconsciously what we're there for, what we're looking for. We think we're going in just to buy a pretty crystal. Even when you don't have an intention or plan, you walk in and crystal will send out its fucking signal to you like a fucking the bat signal fucking flashing in the sky buy me buy me buy me it's calling to you because your subconscious knows what's going on what you're going to use it for it's sending that signal to your brain your body to go over to that crystal and to pick it up and to take it home it's color magic it's our subconscious and it's making the choices for us because it knows what we need we should follow it and just do it. Always buy the crystal. Even if it's like $3,000. Don't put yourself into debt, but like it's, I just want one so bad that's huge. But there are so many crystal colors available, so many combinations, and we're just drawn to specific ones at different times. So with the different crystal combination, color combinations and crystals, like I said, there are thousands of crystals, right? thousands of different crystals and they all have tons of different properties each trying to remember those properties of each and every crystal is fucking damn near impossible like it is very hard to try to remember every single one unless you have an identic memory photogenic memory where you can literally look at the book or whatever reference you use and know exactly what everything does and store that, download it into your brain and keep it there forever, you're just not going to know what every single crystal does. It's just impossible. But, thankfully, the color alone gives us a few general clues. Gives us a good idea. And that is where the color magic comes into play. 
the same way. So, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how color magic can work in favor with crystals. In fact, we've already talked about it in previous episodes, but we'll do a little refresher on it all. Color magic is something that just coordinates the colors, have specific properties that they emit, and the energy is pushed out based on that color. When you collect many things of that same color and put them together, that energy works together, (coughs) excuse me, to boost into some type of like a superpower. Kind of like how um, you can burn a candle of the same color of the crystal that you're burning to kind of boost that energy and give it like a like a bump up to the next level. It's the same with crystals and adding. <laughs> Sorry, this made no sense for a second because we're talking about crystals, but <laughs> my brain's just like, wait a minute, dumbass, you just said that. But crystals work the same way in color magic. They draw us to them. That crystal knows when we walk in that shop if we're going to take it home or not as soon as we walk in that door because it is drawing out to us, is sending us messages saying, hey, 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 this is what I'm, I'm here. I'm right here. I can help you. Like, I know what you need. I know what you're going to use me for. Let's go. And then I end up buying way too many crystals because they're all talking to me, so it's not really my fault. But did you know that in color magic, I should, I, I'd never even put this together. I've subconsciously been doing it forever, but I never really put it together in words and set it out because I just didn't think about it. It just happens naturally. But in color magic as well with crystals, you can use color magic and crystals as an antidote. Should you not? So... When I color my hair, when I bleach my hair, which I am naturally blonde, I do want to go on record, I am naturally blonde. There are pictures of me as a fucking baby, I have white blonde hair, but now for some reason, after years of coloring it and doing shit to it, it comes in darker, like a darker blonde, and it pulls very warm instead of cool tones when I was fucking like bleached white blonde as baby, but whatever. It is what it is. So... Whenever I bleach my hair and it pulls oranges, gold, copper, whatever color, I have to use purple shampoo or a little bit of tiny, teeny tiny purple dye in my conditioner to cancel that orange yellow out. Same thing with magic. If somebody is, if in an intense situation is happening or somebody's really angry or just riled up things are happening and they're just seeing red because anger and red and all goes together use a blue stone a crystal from the blue color family to kind of help balance out the energy and to kind of calm the energy around you um, you can use a blue candle or crystal or whatever and it kind of calms things and evens it out it's crazy like We've, I've been doing this forever. When when things are intense or whatever, I grab a selenite wand and I put it out or I make sure it's charged and cleansed and, and ready to go and have it in the area that everything's going chaotic in. 
because I use selenite to balance things out for tranquility, for calmness, for peace. And I've been doing it the whole time and just not realizing, correlating that it is in fact color magic. And we're canceling now. It's an antidote, if you will. Pretty fucking cool, huh? Literally did not even like think it just subconsciously did it. It just it's crazy when you actually think about it. Color magic. Colors in the real world, like hair colors cancel each other out, colors in art cancel each other out. Colors quote-unquote colors of energy work the same fucking way it's super cool so back to colors and crystals again it is so hard to just remember every fucking property of every crystal and try to know them all off the top of your head it's really hard like i said the color of it does give us a few clues so that's what we're going to talk about this section we're going to break down also real quick i had the right idea of um because my hand got tired of writing i've i've um wrote down 18 pages of notes for um this episode one and two possibly three and my hand got real tired so i'm like you know what? i'm gonna fucking type some of this and print it that was a bad idea that's why i went back to just writing them out because ugh, <clears throat> i'm not a fan of um using the loose papers that I printed. But hey, here we go. So, let's start with white. White colorless. It is, properties are originality, beginnings, clarity, inspiration, developing talents, ambitions, breaking bad luck, good health, vitality, spiritual development, contact with angels and spirit guides, and can be substituted for any color. So if you are doing something and it requires a red stone you don't have one you can use a white colorless crystal that kind of will act in the same way because it'll take on the properties of what is around it especially if you're doing color magic and it will kind of absorb those colors if it's like a chameleon and becomes those to work in its place its healing powers include whole body healing general health um integration of the mind, body, soul, and brain, neurological disorders, autoimmune system, and pain relief. And this antidote color is gray. Now the white cloudy family, or translucent or opaque, a solid color, is for um, nurturing, slower new beginnings, especially after a loss, slower unfolding potential, protection against negativity, Uh, it's good for helping mothers and babies hope, granting wishes and fulfilling dreams calling love from the past or afar healing powers are believed to assist with hormones fluid balance, fertility pregnancy, recovery from illness depression or exhaustion bone marrow issues and cell issues and its antidote color is yellow although I don't know that I would uh, want to have an antidote for something so peaceful. But hey, maybe things are too peaceful. You're a chaotic person and you need a little bit of excitement in your life. Throw some yellow on that bitch and light the match. See what happens. <laughs> don't don't purposely fuck people up. That's not good. Just kidding. Don't do that. All right. The red families. 
courage, positive change, strength, determination, power, sexual passion, male potency, innovative competitiveness, protecting loved ones, survival, overcoming obstacles, healing, healing, healing properties. It's claimed to help improve energy, muscles, low blood pressure, circulation, blood ailments, feet, hands, skeleton, reproductive organs, lips depression, and its antidote is said to be blue, which makes sense because when people are going crazy and, and things are insane or whatever, then there are a lot of options for blue. In fact, one of my big blue crystals that I will go to every time is Sodalite for teamwork. I think I said this in episode one, but when I'm having issues with people um, that are just too much, they're just going crazy or things aren't working well together. People have a lot of hostility build up. I will put soda light all around my office, the front end where people are at, where teams are normally working together. I will throw soda light out there or fucking throw soda light at them for that matter. <laughs> Don't actually injure anybody, but I, I have thrown my crystal little bead. Um, I have my bracelet had broke and so I picked them all up, but I threw one of the beads at one girl's and I'm like, hey, Calm your shit. Let's go. It helps. But don't don't throw sharp crystals at people because it could injure them and then they're all whining and, and mad. So. Orange. The orange family. Confidence. Joy. Creativity. Female fertility. Also red for that one as well. Um, abundance. Independence. Self-esteem. I would say that red and orange are very closely related families. I think there's kind of like a... Um, very fine line in there that would be hard to flop over. Kind of like how pink and red are close to. The healing properties of orange family thought to be good for ovaries, intestines, increased pulse rate, kidneys, bladder, menstruation, menopause, food allergies, and addictions. Arthritis, rheumatism, which I think is just part of arthritis, and your immune system. The antidote is indigo, which makes perfect sense. The yellow family is related to having properties of logic, memory, determination, tests, technology, job changes, communication, money-making, short-distance moves, holidays, conventional healing, surgery, repelling malice, energy, and vitality. Its healing properties help with lymphatic system, your lymph nodes, metabolism, blood sugar. Uh, blood sugar is also helpful, or is also healing properties of the green and blue family too. Uh, digestion, liver, gallbladder issues, pancreas, your spleen, your nervous system, eczema, skin problems, nausea, sickness. And the antidote for yellow is violet, which is why purple shampoo works when I have yellow hair. Speaking of spleen, I don't know if I ever told you guys this or not. It's um, interesting because I have a second spleen in my body. It's technically a baby spleen that is attached to my normal spleen. But there's a tiny little baby spleen attached. I think it's fucking cool. I didn't know that. Uh, Doctors never said a word to me. And probably told my parents when I was little, when I had, I had a lot of medical issues and health issues when I was little, I was in the hospital. Um, 
and sick a lot, and they probably told my parents, my parents just forgot and never said anything, because, you know, I wasn't uh, super important as a child, still kind of like I am, but anyway, uh, I got that information, I only found out because when I had my car accident, the really bad one, the second one, which was right after my back surgery, we had to get my medical chart from the doctor because the insurance company needed to see how bad it messed up my back surgery progress. And in my medical chart, it shows that I have a second spleen. Otherwise, I would have had no fucking clue because nobody said a damn word to me. Crazy how that works, isn't it? All right. Shall I move on to the Green family? The Green family of crystals has great resource for love, commitment, beauty, environment, healing via nature, crystal healing, gradual increase of health, wealth, and luck. Its healing powers are thought to be beneficial for heart, lungs, respiratory system, infections, viruses, high blood pressure, which is also with blue, pollen and fur allergies, addictions, and obsessions, which is also blue can help with too. And here's a a little interesting antidote. <laughs> and no, what's that word? Yeah, antidote. But also the antidote. That's fucked up. I said that wrong. But anyway, this is none needed for green. Is what I found, and I thought that was quite interesting. Which I guess you wouldn't really need an antidote of wonderful things like love and commitment and beauty and environment and all those things. You and luck, you wouldn't need a antidote for that. So you wouldn't want it in that. So that's very interesting. Very interesting. Now. The blue family. Great to use blue crystals for idealism, justice, career, authority, long distance travel, house moves, marriages partnerships, prosperity, peace, creativity, and wisdom. Healing powers. Help with thyroid gland, throat, fever, teeth, cuts, inflammation, childhood rashes, bruises, burns, again, high blood pressure, eyesight, communication, and disorders. Its antidote is red, which means makes sense because, you know, red's antidote is blue, so... Yeah. Interesting. The purple family, where my amethyst lays. Spirituality, imagination, dreams, psychic powers, intuition, consciousness, teaching, counseling, healing, um, healing from higher sources, banishing past sorrow or present troublesome influences. Its healing properties help with headaches, migraines, scalps, your scalp, not multiple scalps, ears, hair, sinusitis, childbirth, addictions, neurosis, phobias, nerve endings and connections, allergies to chemicals and modern living, hyperactivity, activity, activity, and insomnia. This antidote is orange. So, I'm going to tell you right now. I I think I said this in part one. I don't remember. Somebody told me years ago, when you get a headache, to rub an amethyst on your third eye. On your chakra. Your forehead. 
migraine brows. I'm like, nah. So I did, because I had a migraine, it just wouldn't go away. It wasn't a full-blown migraine, it was just like right before, like that pre-migraine stage where the headache comes on and you're not sure if it's gonna be a migraine. You know, with the whole body stuff and situation over, it's just gonna be a headache and it just ended up being like a major headache. But he told me to rub that amethyst on my head and I was like, you're dumb. But then I tried it and oh my God. So now before I go take ibuprofen or Tylenol that's going to destroy my stomach and my already horrible issues I have with gut health because ibuprofen is just not good to keep taking. So before I go grab that, I decide to rub an amethyst on my head. And 9.5 times out of 10, it works right away and I don't have to take any ibuprofen. Another reason why I keep an amethyst on me at all times because you never know. Moving to the pink family. Wonderful for spells of reconciliation, happy family, relationships, friendship, kindness, children and teenagers, girls entering puberty, young or new love, and trust after betrayal. Did you guys think we were going to have a hard two without the loud-ass fucking truck making its debut? Pink family has healing powers and properties of assisting with glands, ears, stress headaches, PMS, skin, ulcers, psychosomatic and stress-induced illnesses, insomnia, nightmares, family ills, children, abuse, and self-hatred. And its antidote is dark blue. I'm wondering if I can't stick like a rose quartz or maybe a road knight in Chow's pillow without him knowing to help him with those nightmares and bad dreams. I might try that. We'll just have to be sneaky, but we can do it. The Brown family. Practical matters, security, accumulation of money, learning new skills in later years, property, finding what is lost. A servant. <laughs> its healing powers are claimed to be helpful for feet, legs, bowels, hernia, anus, prostate, chronic conditions, growth, degenerative conditions in older age, and panic. Its antidote is green. There are obviously a lot more. Um, properties for these different colors and family colors, but I kind of wanted to be fairly general, but also I wanted to list more of the ones that we don't really think about because we think a lot of the same things with different colors. So I kind of wanted to take this, and especially since we've done, you know, an episode on on crystals years ago, I thought this would be better if I provided properties that we don't normally talk about as much, the other side of things, especially because I'm really focusing on the healing side of crystal work in this episode. I thought it'd be really good to kind of hit things that we don't really um, talk about as much that aren't really listed. They're not the the main ones or lesser known facts, I guess. So the Gray family, its properties are really good for adaptability, neutralizing unfriendly energies, Peacemaking, keeping secrets, shielding from psychic attack. 
which, fuck man, we all need that, right? The healing powers and properties help ease tensions, wounds, burns, tissue and nerve connections, obsessions and acute anxiety and persistent pain. Its antidote is clear white. The gold family. Protection, fulfilling ambitions, large infusion of money and resources, long life, recognition, recovery after setbacks, healing when prognosis is not good. Healing powers, beneficial for nervous system, spine, skin, addictions, obsessions and compulsions, minor miracles, healing the whole system. Minor miracles. That one got me and I had to throw it in because uh, you can't use gold for major miracles, but if you need a minor miracle, I, I can help you with some gold, but not major miracles. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just found that very funny. Like minor miracles. Okay. And it says there's no antidote needed for gold. Crazy. Silver families, establishing natural fertility cycles, luck, truth, intuition, spirituality, unexpected money, and attracting love. Don't we all love some unexpected money? Let's all go out and find some silver. Ooh. Just that. Yes. Sorry. I got sidetracked for a second. <laughs> yeah. I should I think where my uh Patchy Tears Crystal is, but now I remember where it is. I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, Healing powers may help cleanse toxins, visual disturbances, epilepsy, nightmares, eases passing of a loved one. That is a very hard thing to deal with in as much as silver crystals help. It is going to be a long process. I'm just going to be real with you. It will help aid in it. It will help shorten the severity of the pain but the pain never goes away from it unfortunately and again for this one there's no antidote needed interesting on to the black family transformation peaceful endings grief banishing sorrow guilt and destructive influences acceptance blocking a negative force psychic protection it's healing powers Assist with pain relief, constipation, IBS, side effects of invasive treatments. Antidote, clear, white. So I find that actually incredibly helpful that we have all this information on the color families. Because once we get that down and we understand how the general color families work, it makes it a lot easier to help us pick a stone. We have now narrow down what it is that we are working on how the different how many different options we have honestly first because the options are fucking endless but we have narrowed down what our intention our goal is the color family that we genuinely need and the shape of the crystal that we need for whatever specific situation we are looking for. And again, this doesn't just have to be information for specific 
intentions. It could just be stuff that you know, oh, in the future, I know I'm probably going to need to have some peace and tranquility. So I'm going to buy a spear of selenite or something like that or whatever random shit. Like once you have selenite so that you can direct the energy where you want it to be so that you can cleanse with it or whatever. We are drawn to these things and we know these things subconsciously we buy these things for reasons before we even fucking know we're going to need them because our soul is always watching out for us our aura is always like hey we're going to have some issues we need to be prepared and that's why we buy things and do things without even thinking of it because our our mind our soul our aura is watching out for us all the time problem is we don't trust our gut enough to actually follow it but we're getting better at it because we're all working on it right everyone say yes very very proud of you you're doing great but really it does help knowing what you're going to use the, the crystal for when you go in to buy one but also it helps to just have an idea of what other options you have as well. And even if you're just buying it for fun, you know what it can do. You have the the information of what can happen. If you're like me, you want one in every shape and every color available and every type of stone until you have no room for any more crystals in your life because your house is full of crystals. Wouldn't that be the dream? But knowing this information and being able to make an educated decision when you go into purchase a new crystal for a specific reason is really helpful. Your brain is going to subconsciously do the thing that it knows that you need to do anyway, but knowing why your brain's doing that is awesomely helpful. So let's let's move on to healing with crystals. This is something that I think is really important because we don't always take the time to stop and heal ourselves. I know for a fact that I am 100% ready to heal other people while I let myself fall apart and crumble. Shit, I keep hitting things. And I know I'm not alone because many of you have commented on my posts or messaged me after an episode where I'm talking about self-love, self-care, and take care of ourselves. You guys constantly tell me to practice self-care practice what I'm preaching to you guys you are always there to remind me of what I told you guys but are you reminding yourselves you want me to remind myself what I said now I'm asking you if you're reminding yourself I love you guys for that I love you so much for the fact that you guys are always watching out for me you're always reminding me of the things that I preach to you about and don't take care of myself. You guys are always there to support me and boost me and build me up when I'm falling. And I love that so fucking much. But are you doing the same for yourselves? Because I have learned right now that no matter how much you guys boost me up and how much I boost you guys up, when we actually take the time to listen to ourselves, it's a game changer. It makes it just this completely different feeling when you know 
you are doing the right thing for the right reason in taking care of yourself because you can't fill your cup. You can't fill everyone else's cup if yours is bone dry. So we're gonna talk about how we can heal with crystals, not just ourselves, but everybody. But it's really important to focus on ourselves as well. Putting yourself first is not selfish, no matter how many people think it is or people that look in from the outside and say, oh, well, that's selfish for them to take you know, a day to go do this when they've got these responsibilities. Fuck them. Fuck them off. They can, no, they can bounce. They can take several seats because you are worth all the first, all the self-healing, all the self-love, the self-care. Because if you are empty, you can't take care of anyone else. And if you're a parent or a caretaker or just a fucking friend to anyone in general, you got to be able to have yourself in tip-top shape before you can care for the others that desperately need us and our, our help. So our little ones can't do it on their own. Thank God my teen or adults now, but I spent so many years filling their cups and not mine that now I am paying for that by trying to fix things that I let just go on myself mentally and physically for many years. So we're going to take a little break and then we're going to talk about how we can use crystals for healing and we're going to talk about how to make crystal elixirs and this is going to be fun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we're back. All right. After I just spent a good few minutes telling y'all to take care of yourself, even though I don't practice the same back and need to start doing so, we're ready to move on. Oh, but you got, I, I'm, I'm being serious here. I really do love how you guys remind me to take care of myself and remind me of all the things that I say to you guys because it's so easy for us to tell each other things and to tell someone else how to do things or what to do without taking our own advice and if it wasn't for you guys I wouldn't I would just sit here and preach to you guys and tell you how important it is and then just not do it myself because I feel like I need to take care of other people and put myself in the back burner but since you guys have been reminding me so much of it, especially after my little baby meltdown last week, I've had a really great week because I have been doing it and not feeling bad about it. It's actually very liberating and makes you feel better so you're better able to take care of others and help others. So I'm very, very, very thankful for that. So let's talk about healing with crystals. One of the most common uses for crystals is healing. It heals the mind, the body, and the spirit. 
anyone, even beginners or quote-unquote baby witches, y'all know how I feel about that term, can use crystals for healing. How to choose the right crystal for healing, there's many ways to choose. So, if you know the crystal's properties, the certain, the properties, um, you choose one that, that ties in with what you're dealing with. Like, we were just going through the family. If you know um, the specific issues you're dealing with and you've done your research, you know the properties, you know which ones to choose, you know which ones are going to be most helpful. Once you pick that specific um, property of it, so there are many, like, different ones that have the same properties, very similar how we talked about herbs, how a lot of them have similar properties to the others. At that point, you have to go with what you're drawn to. You can do the research, you can find out and read all you want as, you know, what one is best for this or healing that, but it's not going to do shit unless it really pulls to you and you feel it. Otherwise, if you're questioning it, well, everybody says that, you know, pink quartz is great for love and I'm trying to heal a broken heart or, you know, whatever the case may be. Everyone says a pink horse is great for that, but I just don't feel it. I'm more drawn to, like, Amazonite or whatever the case may be. Go with what you're drawn to. Go with what your gut, your mind, your body, your soul, your aura is telling you to fucking go do. Follow your gut. Now, if you're not sure, because there's a fucking hell of a lot of them, start with the color like we just said and then narrow it down based on uh, what you have available to you if you're buying them or what you have at home because sometimes we can't just go right out and buy a new crystal because we have a something going on like I live in a area where there is no metaphysical shop we have a um, vape store in town that sells crystals and sometimes decent uh, ones but most of the time they're raw they're unpolished so it's it's not this, as easy to use for healing because you're rubbing it on you or whatever the case may be so sometimes I have to go with what I have or hope that whatever I'm trying to heal can hold a few days until Amazon can deliver most of the time Amazon can deliver next day but you know and you gotta make sure you get in form a legitimate reputable shop on Amazon and that it's real and it's not fake and again it's going to be fake glass and all that shit so if you are dealing with what you have and only with what you have at home available to you first you're going to narrow down based on um by color which color family will work to treat whatever you've got going on and then Narrow down based on what you have of that color. Get all your greens out or whatever. Say you're working with greens, get all your greens out. And this is where your intuition comes in. This is the same even if you know, like I said, the properties and you know, you know, what specific crystal that you should technically use. Trust your fucking gut. So you narrow it down to a green family, you've got all your green crystals out. Or fuck it, put all your crystals out. Do it however you want because there's no wrong way to be a witch. So, get your crystals out. Spread them out. Hover your hands above the crystals. Close your eyes. And feel the energy coming from the crystals. And wait for that crystal to call out to you. Wait for that crystal to draw you, to choose you. There's a connection. 
the energy emitting from the crystal mixes with the energy emitting from your palms. And when the right one is combined, it will let you know. So hold your hands out and let the crystal choose you. It will call out to you. It will send you a message. It will send you a vibe. It will send you some way to know that that is the right crystal. You may hear a fucking noise, which, hey, time out. I forgot to tell you when I came back in. Because remember in part one, I was like, what the fuck was that? I said something about a basket, because I don't know where the fuck basket came from. The shower curtain fell in the bathroom and knocked everything down. That shower curtain does not fall. It doesn't come undone. The thing is sturdy as fuck. Like, I've hung off the damn thing before, and I'm not a light girl. So there's no way that motherfucker just randomly fell on its own. It's fucking weird. Something's up. But, yeah. You will feel it. You will feel some kind of feeling when you found the right crystal. Or, now, you can use a pendulum to guide you to the correct crystal. Do the same thing. Lay your crystals out. Lay them out. Hover your pendulum over it. There's a couple different ways you can do it with the pendulum. You can um, individually ask each the pendulum over each crystal to ask if it is yes or no. If so, if you're going to do this right, you need to program your crystal or your pendulum by asking a few questions that you already know the answer to, like the sky is blue, I have um, a brown car, um, today is Sunday, whatever, and then whatever direction the pendulum goes, it gets the answer the correct way, um, tells you which way is going to be yes, which way is going to be no. And then you can hover over each individual crystal, asking if that is the right crystal for you. If it answers yes, then you know you're in good hands. If it answers no, move on to the next one. If you are still not 100% narrowed down and you want to do, keep going through them, pull out the ones that say yes, and then get all those in a family, or all those in a pile, and then um, go through them again one by one until you narrow it down to this one specific crystal, that's okay too. If you just want to take your pendulum and let it go, that's okay too. Or, if you just want to fucking let it go and grab one, whatever you fucking filter on to, that's okay too. Because there's no wrong way to be a witch. You're not going to fuck it up. It's whatever you filter on to, your energy connects. So, again, you can use one crystal, or you can use 12 crystals, or 100 crystals. It's up to you. Trust your gut. You can use as many as you want, or as few as you want. It's literally up to you to decide how you want it, what you want. Now, that we've picked our crystal or crystals, what do we do next? Well, it depends on what is happening, what your situation is, what you're trying to heal, what you're trying to do. There are layouts or guides or grids or whatever you choose to call it of different ways to place crystals for healing purposes. This is where it gets a little bit um, intricate or not intricate. It really depends on what you feel, what you feel is calling to you, how you just each situation is going to be different. And each person is going to be different because we're all going to approach it in different ways. So, depending on the situation, you can use a pattern or a layout for the crystals. And this can be, um, 
extremely powerful boost to the healing process. So if we're going to make a grid, or layout, or whatever you decide to choose to call it, you got some options. You can do it on the body, or you can do it around the body, or you can set it up in a different place altogether, like on the table or the floor, and have it kind of just resonate with you when you get close to it. Some people are very comfortable with having uh, crystals lay directly on them or around them and laying down have crystals placed around them for, um, like, you know, healing properties and, and rituals. And some people just want to be there and with the crystals but not have them on them and use a different type of layout. So we have options. It's not one or the other. You've got some different um, ways that we can do this. So it really depends on you as a person and what your actual true situation is. Now, you can make your grid or your healing grid or your healing layout. It can be as simplistic or as in intricate and elaborate as you want. It's really up to you. Um, there's no real way in which you should have to do it. It's completely your way. But if you choose to do um, around the body, you would basically line up crystals around the body based on what ailments are going on or what's happening. You choose crystals. If you choose to do on the body, same situation, you would choose the crystals that go along with you. It, it gets really hard to go into too deep of um, a description on trying to explain laying them out layouts in the grids because sorry I'm turning my page um, I have any visuals and that's going to be kind of fucking hard to me explain the visuals to you um, on here because I'm not really good at describing things visually out loud but with the grid or the layout whatever you choose you can use several of the same stones you can use several different ones you can use groupings I'm going to read to you this little excerpt from uh, yep from this article about healing stones and using round crystals for healing it says you will need one set of six rose quartz or purple amethyst crystals for bringing calm and removing pain and illness also, a second set of either six yellow centrines or clear quartz crystals for energizing and health restoring. For removing illness and energizing at the same time, alternate three energizers with three calming pain removers. Arrange the crystals, one over the head and one under the feet, as the patient lies down and the others evenly on, the, on either side, a few centimeters away from the body. Add or substitute crystals from the problems list. For extra power, place an additional crystal on the body just above the navel. This should be a crystal related to the main problem. So, if you are doing a layout where the person is laying on the table like you see in like a massage parlor, someone's laying, but they would be, be up or down, I guess, in the wrong manner. You are going to alternate the crystals. This was where it comes into if you want to use different families and combine, you're going to use the, the combining power of the crystals to kind of 
mix their energies if you're trying to do different things at one time if you're just trying to heal say again like your heart you're having some issues with you know emotions or whatever this would be a case where you may lay rose quartz around the person and then possibly even a rose quartz on their heart chakra to help heal that issue if it is something like um, a medical issue that we're trying to heal we would go back to again the color family and um, let's say for instance that uh, someone's got an infection or a virus we might choose um, what is that fucking noise that was fucking weird we might choose um Green Avatarine, uh, Amazonite, or um, Green Agate, or something like in the Greens family, and lay around the person to kind of help with that. And then in the spot where the infection is, you could lay a Green family stone. You can mix and match different uh, Green family stones. You can mix and match like the different stones, have them all green. If you're trying to also heal their mind at the same time and set them at ease, you might add some uh, clear quartz or some selenite around them and kind of alternates what they're trying to say. So like green, clear, green, clear, green, clear, all the way around, and then put the one with the most impact on their body. That is one way of laying the stones out and healing with stones. You can also do in a different way with a layout with different points and grids and having stones that have different um, shapes points kind of flowing towards each other in a different way to kind of meet together so um, each grid has its own specific points of energy connected by invisible energy lines so you want to connect whatever you're doing whether it be on the person beside the person, around the person, on a board, on the floor, on a table. Either way, the grid or the layout that you create or choose should have specific points of energy. And then they need to be able to connect to the other crystals with the invisible line to transfer the energy through. And it's going to radiate around and emit to the person if they're if it's around the person or in the person or whatever. I'm not doing a really great job of visually explaining this, and I'm so sorry. But I hope you, you picture the um, game operation. Have you ever played it? My God, I just realized how I dated myself, and I sound really fucking old now. Back in my day, we had a game called Operation. You know? <laughs> It was this body laying out, like cartoon-looking body, but still like human. And it laid on, it was game, like, it was the board game, but it was thick, and it had, like, little tweezers and stuff. And you would have to remove specific parts from the patient. That's what I visualize when I am trying to visualize a person laying on a table, a bed, a board, whatever, and we're putting crystals around them to do some healing work. Laying them around at those different points around it. It's so funny trying to explain it and all I can think is operation in my head. 
pause this episode right now, go to your phone, look up, <laughs> crystal healing grids layouts, and then click on images, and you will see what I'm talking about. So you have the visual to go ahead. This is why we need any visual um, podcast so I can pull a picture up and you guys will be able to see and follow along with what the fuck I'm trying to say. That will make these a lot better. So we got to get that on board and going really, really soon. It will be fantastic. So again, with the layouts, you can either have it again on the body or on table separate. And if you have it on them, I'm sorry, if you have it separately, then this is where you would want to get as connected and close to the crystals as possible. So if you're doing it on the floor, you'll want to get down the floor and sit as close to it as possible so that energy can hit you um, closest without losing its potency as it goes around. It is very fun to create your own layouts. I will tell you that. It can be also a headache. So... It just takes some time to figure out what exactly you're wanting to happen, what your goal, your outcome is with this healing grid or board, and have a main focus. And layouts can be any shape. Um, They can be used to attract or manifest or whatever you want. Um, Healing, love, abundance, red negative energy literally so much more anything honestly there's just tons of fucking options and there are tons of layouts that literally date back thousands of years and like i'll just go and post some in the uh, on the socials so everybody can see and then you can also google search like crystal grids uh, healing layouts all of that so you get the general idea of what i'm talking about um and it's just not helpful for me to try to describe it on here visually because it's just not working out visually. But you can also create your own, which is where you can have a lot of fun. It's where your intuition kicks in and where you need to follow what your gut's telling you and listen to it. So I will have people tell me you have to use the same type of crystals, the same shape, the same um, general conception. So... Someone had once told me, oh, you have to use all cubes because that that crystal right there is a cube. Okay. But, no, you don't. You can use different shapes. Shapes are important, yes, but when I do this, uh, there is um, a lot of different things that come into play. So, for instance, I might use, if I'm using different ones for different reasons, I might, if I was healing someone of sadness of a lost loved one, per se, I would use, um, let me think here, clear quartz spheres, um, amethyst wands, probably um, lapis lazuli uh, cubes, and I would probably go with the hematite pyramid in the middle to be my master stone and that is why you might use different shapes that's just one reason why you might use different shapes but I said master stone and I want to talk about that really quick so if you are doing um grids or whatever and you or you've got a lot of different things going on or using different stones 
sometimes it's a good idea to have a master stone that you would put in the middle that connects to the main reason of what you're trying to do, your main goal connects to the, the main issue, but also one that will set in the middle to tie all the energies together. So if you were making a circle or a body outline or whatever design you, you want to use, having one in the middle that connects all of them would be your master stone. I like to use a pyramid for a master stone. Sometimes I like to use a sphere. It just really just depends on the situation. Ooh, loudest fucking truck. And what I have available to me, honestly. Especially if I'm on the fly, if somebody stops me and is like, hey, you know, we're at work and they need a little healing or something, which is half of my employees need help. It really just depends on what you have available, but I will usually go for a larger sphere or a pyramid in the middle. And again, that's just my preference. Um, it's up to you and what you want to do. I lost my place up here. Ah, so, selecting the crystals for your grid or layout really just, like I said, depends on what your goal is and what circumstances are um, and what issues need addressed. Uh, don't rush this process. Take your time choosing the stones. If you feel, if you get started and you feel like, I don't really feel a connection to this, I don't feel like it's really doing me any good, scrap it, start over. It's okay. We're going to have different emotions, different feelings. And as we get going and if we're working on ourselves or someone else, whatever the case may be, we might get to where we're getting everything out. We touch a stone as we're preparing it and realize, okay, that helped me a little bit. Or, yeah, this isn't the right one. You'll be able to tell. You'll get feelings. You'll get intuitions. You'll get a sense of what is and what isn't and what should and shouldn't be. So trust your gut, trust your instincts, follow yourself, follow your heart, listen to yourself. Another way to use crystals for healing is to make crystal elixirs. Now, let's talk about elixirs. What is it? It's water filled with spiritual energy, water or oil, uh, filled with spiritual energy of crystals, um, they're infused in water. The infused water is a vessel for the vibrational energy of the crystal to mix and to blend with your own energy field. This is where you can get creative. So, there's two main ways to make elixirs. From those two main ways, branch off to about 80,000 different variations. So I'm going to give you the info for the two main ways and then tell you what routes of variations you can take. And if this is something you want more on, we can do a whole episode on elixirs at a later time. So the two methods for making elixirs are direct infusion and indirect infusion. So based on which crystals that you're going to use will determine what way you can or cannot go. So natural crystals, um, like from the quartz family are safe to directly infuse. Some others may have toxic memor- memorable toxic minerals that are uh, not safe and need to be indirectly infused. All right, direct infusion. Choose your crystals. Um, 
for whatever your particular need is, whatever you want to do, if you just want overall, overall wellness or generalness or whatever, um, just choose whatever is, is going on. So some of the ones that can be directly infused, for example, here, rose quartz, you might use for love, um, self-love even, amethyst for healing, clear quartz, um, you will infuse it with your intention, you infuse the stone with your intention before you infuse it into the water. It really just depends, but check your crystals first to make sure they are safe to be infused with anything that you're going to ingest or put onto your body. First step, pick your crystals. Second step, cleanse your crystals. Cleanse them from the energy and also cleanse them from like, you know, your any dirt or dust or anything that could have gotten on them to contaminate them. Secondly, place the crystals in a glass vessel container. This will be what you will keep your um, water or elixir, oil, whatever it is you're choosing, what you're going to keep it in to, to make it really, I guess. It's like so a fucking glass pitcher, okay? Glass pitcher. It's fine. I have a amethyst infused water bottle it is a glass water bottle it's refillable i got it from mindful souls the bottom unscrews and a uh, tower is attached to the bottom filled with amethyst and i put that in the freezer well first i put it outside and i let it absorb solar energy sometimes i do lunar energy which we'll talk about that here in a second I'll explain it all but i uh i do that I let it infuse whichever one i want to do Put in the freezer, get it ice cold, and then put it back in my water bottle and pour water in it, and I have amethyst-infused water elixir. So we're good. I just made one. It makes it easier for time, but it also does not mean that I don't still do my own. I just have it where it's ready to go at the drop of a hat. Now, you clean your crystals. They're ready to go. Place them in the glass container, glass vessel, and you're going to pour spring water over it. Some people prefer distilled water or, dare I say, purified water. I'm sorry, but I am not picky about a lot of things, but I will not drink tap water because, like, 90% of America's tap water is absolute trash and you shouldn't be ingesting it into your body, especially with all the recent train derailments and just how much our government doesn't give a fuck about our... uh, about the atmosphere and the earth in general so no i'm not drinking tap water spring water is my go-to i don't like the taste of purified water i don't like distilled water spring water for me in fact we have a local spring here a couple miles um neck or a couple miles next couple miles over which i've told you guys about before if you ever look up malavia the old famous hotel where a bunch of famous people stayed and got mud baths back in like the 20s and 30s and all of that in the 1800s. It's burned down like three times, but it's been rebuilt twice and it's no longer, only the laundry quarters are still there. But anyway, we have a campground out there. Um, My family owns property. We camp, but there's a spring down the road where we go fill up jugs and it's literally the best spring water in the entire fucking world. I will go get as much as I can of it. It's free. They have it off for everybody to get. Now they've taken the hose away, so I don't know if they're replacing it or what, but yeah. So, 
spring water for me you choose whatever you want so if you're going to do solar you're going to place the vessel directly in the sunlight and let the sun's rays energize the crystals energize the water with its solar energy or place it in the moonlight and get lunar energy you have a couple options here you can leave it open so it fully absorbs everything and then strain it later so it's not contaminated or nothing's in it or you can literally just put cheesecloth over it and a rubber band so no contaminants get into the water it's your choice whatever you want to do if you choose to strain it when you're done that's fine um it could have debris in it it could have contaminants whatever so use a paper filter a coffee filter is perfect and just filter the water through and then this is where you get creative all right this is this is where well let me let me first add uh, how we do the indirect so the indirect option is literally the same exact steps instead of putting the crystals directly in the glass vessel and adding water you're going to put the crystals in a sealable glass container or it doesn't actually have to be glass the just put the, the crystals in a sealable small sealable container and then put that container in the vessel and then add the spring water over it this literally is so that the um, there's no direct contact of the water with the crystals so you don't get poisoned or toxins or anything in your body but this is, like I said, where it gets interesting and becomes your choice and your options because you can either make it with an oil or make it with some booze or just have some straight water. So you can mix the water with alcohol like vodka or brandy or whatever you choose. If you do this, you're only going to pour um, about three-fourths of the water you made into a container and then you are, when you strain it, you're only going to Put about three fourths back in, and then you're gonna leave room for the vodka or brandy, whatever you choose. You can keep it straight water by putting the water in the fridge to cool if it's in the sun, or drink it immediately. It's completely up to you, however, you want to do it. You can put it in a spray bottle and use it as a mist for your face and kind of infusing your face water or your body, whatever you want to do with it. You can make a large enough amount to bathe in. You can make just a room spray by adding a little bit of essential oils and adding an aroma to it and making a spray of any kind. You can um, mix it with a carrier oil and and then add oh shit and add other oils to make an elixir. I mean, it's literally options are limitless what you can do with that water once you get. It's like moon water. You can literally do whatever you want with it. You can cleanse your crystals in it. You can cleanse your tools you can do anything you want with this elixir that's just the downright easiest way to make an elixir and your options from there are whatever you choose to do because that is on you it's up to you 100% how you do it what you want to do and like I said the options are completely limitless I just flipped my paper around everywhere so other option of healing yourself with crystals is like i said crystal elixir this is another way to heal whether you're doing like um, a bath or you're creating an oil to um anoint things whether you're doing an oil to anoint on your body and or face cleansing mist to help heal yourself by absorbing those 
properties from the elixir crystal elixir water as a spray spray around the room and kind of spread the energy of that around there's a lot of healing opportunities with the crystal elixir just like with the crystals directly um, on a grid or a layout and then we have the option of just directly skin to stone healing of having stones on you this is why like i said i carry stones in my bra i carry them in my pockets i carry them around with me all over the place i love the palm stones for massaging i love spears for massaging um i have a rounded wand somewhere i don't know what actually no it broke i kept both pieces but i just i ended up putting it up like on display because i fucking broke it was a whole situation but it broke and i got really upset but that thing was so wonderful because it was about six inches long and about I don't really know a diameter. I'd say like a, maybe not even an inch in diameter. But it was wonderful to just kind of roll up and down my legs when I get restless leg syndrome and it would kind of help alleviate a lot of that pain and strain and, and push on my legs and the muscle aches. And it was just really nice and felt great. So it's a wonderful way to heal yourself. Like I said, with the amethyst on the third eye chakra, right on my head when I had a really bad headache, a migraine coming on. Very, very excellent way of healing ourselves from actual physical ailments, direct contact to the body. And there's endless options for all the things you can do with crystals and different versions of them, what they do. So for part three, we're gonna get in deep to chakras and how crystals and chakras go together how you can use crystals with your chakras and healing and how you can live a more mindful life with having your chakras open using crystals we're going to take a real deep dive into the correlation of crystals and chakras in the third and final episode um, which will be available next week that one might be really long. I have a feeling it's going to be not enough for me to put into a two-parter, but it's probably going to be close to like an hour and a half, almost two hours, right? Yes. So, all right, guys. If you are subscribed to the um, Basic Witch Network, you will get your episodes a week early and ad-free. You'll have access to bonus content, and you will, um, yeah soon be able to get video podcasts which will make everything so much easier because you'll have visuals as i'm speaking so i hope everyone has a wonderful day week month year and enjoy the rest of your whatever it is that it is day night um if you have any questions or any help with things reach out to the basic witch 2020 gmail.com Join us in the Facebook group, The Basic Witch, the one with the green colored profile picture, not the purple one that says Boyd across it. You can find me on TikTok at The Basic Witch 2020. You can find me on YouTube for Magic Mondays at Cassie the Basic Witch and on Instagram at Cassie the Basic Witch. I hope you guys have an amazing time. Trust your guts. Follow your instincts listen to them it's telling you that for a reason 
always feel it. Don't forget to practice self-care and drink plenty of water. All right, guys. Bless be. Love you. Bye.